0: Hi, I'm Gemma Montgomery and welcome to the Excel with Ease business podcast, bringing together service-based business owners in the aesthetic, medical health and wellness sector. Here, we discuss different topics to help you grow a thriving business with ease, supporting our ultimate life vision. Hi there, welcome to this week's podcast episode. I'm your host, Gemma Montgomery, and the title of this week's episode is all about celebrating disloyalty. Da, da, da. Yep, disloyalty. It's a feeling as business owners with small service based businesses that we've all had. Now, I wasn't sure on the right term to use because I'm not sure if disloyalty applies to all the four points that I'm about to cover and whether it's actually a real thing or whether it's our interpretation of events, but for the sake of today's episode, let's go with the word disloyalty, how it can manifest, how it can feel and why we should actually celebrate this and not let it beat us and get us down. So let's dive straight in. So number one, the first topic that I'm going to cover is when clients go elsewhere. And I think when we first start out, it can be a really tough pill to swallow because we take everything so personally and it's really hard for us to start to separate ourselves and our own feelings and our own thoughts away From our business, and it's remembering that your business and yourself, although are somewhat intertwined, you are two separate entities. And I think it's because when we first start to create and we set our businesses up, we literally feel like we're just throwing our heart and our soul into our business, and that if somebody suddenly goes elsewhere, we take it upon ourselves that it's a mark on either our character or that they didn't think we were doing a good enough job, all sorts of thoughts and feelings can start to arise and this is why I always say that starting your own business is a real fast track in personal development and it really shows you the areas within yourself where you are triggered and where you possibly need to work on. So what we've got to remember first and foremost is, although we sometimes feel personally attached to the clients that come through the door, your clients are coming for a service. They're coming for a specific treatment, a specific problem that they want solving. And yet, people do buy from people and those clients may come to you because they feel a certain connection they feel aligned with you. But what can happen is as we start our businesses and as we go years down the line, we start to refine our services a little bit and we become more clear on who it is that we want to serve. So what you might find is certain clients will drop off and certain clients will take their place. And what usually happens is as a client drops off, the person that takes their place is usually more aligned. Now, if you've been operating from integrity, if you know that you've done nothing to harm that that certain person, you did the best job that you could possibly do, then it could be just a mismatch of expectation. It could be that it's a monetary thing and that that person has had to go somewhere because of their circumstances for a cheaper service or it could be that they just can't afford that service anymore because circumstances in their life have changed. What It could be all sorts of reasons but what I don't want you to do is get hung up on why this person's left because you're again putting your energy in completely the wrong place. It's a hard pill to swallow but it's really none of your business why that client's left and you've got to remember that as one goes another one comes who is usually more aligned. So what I've found over the years is a lot of my client base that might have gone somewhere else are not really my ideal kind of client so it a lot of them might have been from the beginning days when I served everybody and I wasn't really sure on who my certain type of client was and there's a real, starts to become a real mismatch of expectations. You know, it could be a client who wants me to do a treatment that's a little bit more obvious when I'm more of the natural is better kind of look. It could be, mismatch on pricing you know somebody that comes through the door when you first start out and your prices are low and then they're triggered as your prices start to raise the thing to remember is it's just an energetic thing it's just you're not aligned with each other anymore so let them go with love don't obsess over why they've left and again have trust and have faith that the right kind of client somebody that's more aligned is you know going to come through the door and as hard as it is the biggest lesson that I learned when I set my business up was I really truly found found out who people were and it's a real shortcut into learning who is out for what they can get. I know that sounds quite harsh, but you will always get people who suddenly befriend you, suddenly start inviting you to more things and because you've got something that they want. Now, when, you know, it might be that they suddenly think a discount's going to be coming further down the line and when you don't give in to that and when you stick to your principles and my principle is always... I treat everybody the same that comes through the door. Nobody gets, you know, preferential treatment. I try and treat everybody the best that I could possibly treat them. But you will always get the hanger-oners and the people that suddenly become your friend. And it's really, really hard because you have to, you want to be friends with people, of course. You're friendly, but you have also you're providing a professional service as well. And what you'll find is sometimes if those discounts don't come that maybe they were expecting, that kind of client might drop off the radar as well. And another tough pill for me to swallow, I'm being really frank and open now, is the ones that I actually went above and beyond for, which again was again bringing it back to boundaries. So it was people that I might have been dropping creams off late at night when I really didn't need to do that or, you know, fitting them in on days that I wasn't working. And those people that I really let my boundaries slip for were the people that were the most disloyal. So for me, that was a huge lesson because at first I kept thinking, what is this trying to teach me? Why is it the the ones that might have gone, the ones that I've done the most for... And it's, it's a nudge from the universe again that start to respect yourself and you'll be respected. So you've got to really listen to the messages and the signs of why things might be happening. But as I say, do not obsess over why, the where's, the what's. Really focus on the people that love you and the people that can't wait to see you and the people that just love the job that you, that you, you do and the service that you provide. Bring it back to that place of gratitude, not that place of fear and scarcity of, what have I done and why have they gone somewhere else? It's none of our business. We operated with integrity. We did the best job that we could do. That's their story. That's their journey. This person has gone because I'm being cared for and I'm being looked after and somebody is going to take their place who is far more aligned. Now, another factor where this may show up, and disloyalty is not really the right word for this, but I wanted to kind of put it under the same umbrella, is when you suddenly get a complication. Now, again, it's separating yourself from the business And we become so entwined that often we feel that we are our business. That's how it kind of starts. And I think this is because we genuinely care and we genuinely put in our heart and soul into everything that we do. But what you've got to remember is on the law of averages, it's a statistical thing. The more people that you do, the more complications can arise and it's not that you've done anything wrong it's just the law of averages you know things can't go fully right 100% of the time and the more people that you do the more complications you're going to see so it's more to be celebrated really because it means that your business is growing and the first complication can always feel really really scary and sometimes it's needed to kind of get that elephant in the room out of the way really so it could if you've never had a complication before it could always be lurking in the back of your mind of something that oh this could happen that could happen how am i going to handle it how's how am i going to feel and when you get your first complication and you know you follow the algorithms and you take it step by step, once you come out of the other end, it makes you more confident and it makes you stronger and it makes you less fearful because you think, oh, okay, I did that, I handled that, I've got through it and now I know I'm more equipped and I can handle that with more composure and confidence should it happen again. So complications, although they're awful at the time, they're a good lesson, There's there's something that we can really really learn from and it's to be celebrated. It means the law of averages that you're treating more people so the more likely something like this is to occur and you'll always learn from it so you'll always know that okay maybe I could have done this different or that different so don't get downbeat about complications, don't let it it kind of make you think, oh, I'm not good enough. I don't know what I'm doing. Maybe I should quit. Any job, even if you work for somebody else, there'll always be some element of a complication within a job. It's just that your certain industry, say for my industry in aesthetics, it's dealing with somebody's face, you know, somebody's skin, somebody's tissue, somebody's blood vessel. So that's pertinent to my industry. But you know, if you're a physiotherapist or a hairdresser, saying somebody's had an allergic reaction to a colour or it's just gone wrong, everybody's level of complication and what that complication actually is, is different. But really celebrate it because you're going to learn from it. It's going to make you stronger and it means that you're seeing more people and that you're growing. So it's always how you look at things. You mustn't let it get you down and make you think that you're not good enough. It's actually quite the opposite. Okay, point number three is unsubscribes. So if you've listened to the advice that I've been giving you, then hopefully you have a email database for your clients or for your potential clients where every week or however, you know, I'm not sure what your level of commitment is it could be that you send a monthly newsletter out one fortnightly but let's just say for example for the purpose of this podcast that you send an email out once a week and you've spent loads of time over this content doing this blog doing this video doing this real good piece of educational content for your ideal client you send the emails out and then you get some unsubscribes again the same lessons apply it's just a statistical. It's just the law of averages that you will always get people that unsubscribe. And it's a case of not taking it personally, not pondering on why did they unsubscribe? Did they not like what I'd written? For the maybe one or two that have unsubscribed, look at all the other people that have divulged the information that you've had to offer that you've given them that have really you know taken up your advice that have booked into your clinic again it's an energetic thing it's a a mismatch it's you're not aligned with each other as one person unsubscribes another will subscribe and it's just making peace with it and focusing on what you do have and the reason that they have unsubscribed is again not really any of our business, any of your business. You've just got to keep servicing the clients that are aligned with you and that love to hear from you and what you have to offer and the things that you have to say so when somebody unsubscribes from your email list again I want to give yourself a big high five a big woohoo it means you're growing and you're evolving and that this is part and parcel of it and to celebrate it not let it get you down Okay fourth and final point complaints dealing with client complaints now this is really tricky and it's re- it's a really hard road to go down in the beginning it can feel again like a personal attack because you're feeling so invested within your business it can cause higher levels of anxiety higher levels of you know sleepless nights it's just a general toll on your health but again law of averages statistics the more people that you see the more chance you have something like this occurring Now, I just want to make a really important note here. If you go back and listen to the episode on how to stop attracting, draining, painful clients or how to spot red flag clients, if you're really hot on this and you know what you're looking out for, the likelihood of complaints is going to go down dramatically. And I mean dramatically. So getting those two points right from the get-go prevents much of this from happening. Another point that I want you to remember is it's not always about us. It's about what's going on in the other person's life. So if you have, again, acted with the utmost integrity, you did a thorough consultation, you did everything as you should have done throughout treatment and still you had an unsatisfied client. Sometimes with this kind of client, it's not actually about this problem that you think it is. It could be that there's something else, something far, far bigger that's going on in their life that's triggering them and that's making them quite unhappy. Because if you feel that the complaint is unreasonable and you can't really see, you know, a a major issue or a major problem, it's just that they're unhappy for some kind of reason. Because we all know if we're feeling happy, if we're feeling relaxed, if we're feeling content, we don't feel a desire and we don't feel a need to complain. But people that are unhappy that are triggered and that are coming from that that sort of place of fear that place of discontent these kinds of people are more likely to complain so again don't always take it so personally it could be what's going on in their life as opposed to what they think this perceived actual problem is and again go visit episodes way back on how to stop attracting painful clients and how to stop red flag clients and this will pretty much nip a lot of this in the bud you've got to really when this happens take an honest look at yourself and how you've been operating and always ask yourself have I dealt with this person before this complaint arose with integrity have I did I do the best job that I could possibly do with this person. How was my consultation? Did I, was it rushed or did I pick up that there could be maybe an expectation issue? Did I listen to my gut instinct? Did I proceed with this treatment when in my gut everything was telling me that I shouldn't? So and self-analysis is really, really important when it comes to complaints because I would say, again, what's going to be more apparent here is once you start really examining yourself, a lot of the time there'll be something that you've missed here. So it's either that you've rushed it, you've worked with a client that you didn't really feel aligned with that wasn't your ideal client. You've maybe not done a thorough consultation at a certain point, so you're not picking up that there could be some expectation issues. I'm not saying that it's always that way, but you really have to kind of analyse this. And if you know that, no, I did everything just as normal, I acted with integrity, I did the best job I could do, we had a really thorough consultation, I thought their expectations were in line with mine. Again, it can just be one of those things And it could be about something that's going on much deeper in their life that is triggering them to act out and to look for problems and begin down that kind of complaining mode. So when dealing with a complaint, it's making sure that you're being fair but you're being firm with your boundaries. Asking yourself, do you have a robust complaints procedure and policy? Are you fully insured? Because if you're with a really good insurer, they have a really good service usually, which will tell you how to respond to a specific complaint so it's in line um, with their policy. And do you have adequate documentation and adequate pictures? And if you haven't, it's a real good learning curve to, to really start to get these kind of things in place. And if you have, it's just about following procedures. Humans are humans and sometimes when somebody's unhappy or somebody's acting out of character, it can be more about what's going on in their life, not really about you, if you've done everything as you should and we've gone through all those points that I've just discussed. So it could be, it's awful to say, but they could be maybe going through a crisis financially and wanting to try and claw the money back in some way. There's so so many reasons why people can suddenly decide to complain and if you know it's an expectation thing then obviously that's something that really needs to be looked at but if you've done everything just as you should and you just can't figure out a reason why this would be it there's usually something going on in that other person's life So it makes you stronger. Somebody complains, it makes you tighten everything up. So it makes you look at having a robust complaints procedure and policy. It makes you obviously check your insurance details. If you have to contact them for support, it gives you that reassurance that they're there and they can direct you down the right road. And it's making sure that you've always got adequate um, documentation should something like this occur again. So it's usually a really good learning curve. Again, it's a tough one and it does take some self-analysis as well to make sure you've been acting from that place of integrity and that you've done everything that you can. But um, don't let it get you down. You've got to let it make you stronger and make you more prepared for the road ahead. And again, take it back to who are you working with because the more aligned you are with your clientele coming through the door the less likely something like this is to occur. It usually occurs when you've said yes to somebody that just isn't your kind of client, that's not aligned. Um, So again, just be acutely aware of it and just don't let it get you down. So short and sweet this week, but remember, law of averages, it means your business is growing and all these four points have to be really celebrated and you have to give yourself a high five. It's going to make you stronger going forward and you're going to learn so much from it. Okay, so as always, please like, please share, please subscribe so you can get the episodes regularly. Please also visit the website www.timelesstraining.co.uk If you sign up at the website you'll receive the podcast direct to your inbox every week and I also send out lots of other useful hints, tips, videos all to help you excel your business with ease and please pass on to anybody that you may think will benefit from it. I love to hear from everybody so send me a message if there's anything you want me to cover that I've not covered yet and I'll see you next week. Okay take care thanks for listening to the excel with ease podcast i hope you enjoyed this episode and discovered some useful takeaways please rate review and hit subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes and as always pass to a friend who you think will find the content super useful